Hi everybody, welcome to yet another episode of Papi the Great's first X Minutes. My name is Papi the Great and um, until I find somebody who is going to argue with me that Arsenal will finish in the top four of the Premier League this season, I might as well just continue um, hosting the podcast alone until I find somebody who I'm going to banter with back and forth. I will be your host um, and this, this is episode two of a podcast I started this week or should I say um, last week because it's Sunday already and regardless of whether you start your week on a Sunday or on a Monday, it's a new week for me starting from Sunday and started one first episode. I think I dropped it like five days ago. You can go check it out. I was talking about comparisons in football and um, this episode I will be touching on the couple of things it's basically about football but i'm going from here there and um everywhere so um let me quickly start things off um only got like what nine minutes left uh let's go talk about um uh, 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 fifa's ban on um loaning of players um fifa what has it that um fifa would um place a ban or reduce the um the number of players that clubs can loan out uh and the when you hear the news like this, no offense to anybody out there, but then again, Chelsea just comes to mind. Uh, you can remember that the Blues are, are notorious when it comes to loaning out players. So, um, with, the, with the amount of players and to be loaned out being reduced to what six, eight players, according to Bleacher Report, uh, uh, it's just you, you wonder where the rest of the players are going to go. Of course. It sounds like as if this rules may not kick in until say the 2020-2021 season but there again where will Chelsea go with this we keep our fingers crossed I have to quickly mention the new or should I say the reigning uh, undisputed undefeated although they lost to South Africa in their first group game Nigeria Super Falcons they're crowned champions of african women football i mean had to drag it all the way to the penalties kudos to the south africans the bayana bayana of south africa they did really really well for themselves the only side to defeat nigeria i remember they defeated them one goal to nil in the first game um opening game of their campaign dragging it all the way to the finals extra time penalties and you know what i say about penalties it's a bit of luck you just need a bit of luck on your side you need the ball to just hit the post and go in you need the the the, the, the penalty or the spot kick of the opponent to hit the uh, the woodwork bounce off the goalkeeper and bounce outside instead of bouncing into the net congratulations to um, the super falcons they have qualified for the fifa world cup uh, fifa women's world cup which will be taking place next year which is 2019 of course saturday was massive looking forward to the derby day later today Chelsea versus Fulham um Spurs were taking on Arsenal and of course the Merseyside derby Liverpool versus Everton but of course Saturday was filled with a whole lot of action Real Madrid coming back to returning back to winning ways uh, Manchester City Bernardo Silva and Sané just looked unstoppable uh, uh, uh where else Bayern Munich also recording wins Borussia Dortmund look like I said they're coasting to to, to, to the Jurgen Club days, remember this Jurgen Club days when Borussia Dortmund was so dominant, they were dominant enough to relegate Bayern Munich to second place in the Bundesliga, looking very much um, like it again. Leon, uh, Leo, 
Leon, yes, um, after um, holding or forcing Manchester City to a draw, or where they the ones forced to a draw, um, managed yet another draw against Lille in the French um, League One. But of course, we can't talk about all of this without talking about the special one. We can't talk about all of this without talking about the number nine, the only number nine in the world whose first touch is regarded as heavy. We can't talk about football this saturday without talking about the saints and how they went two goals up against almighty manchester united in the first 20 minutes of the game um questions are arising there's a whole lot that's been said about rashford there's a whole lot that's been said about lukaku there's a whole lot that's been said about the manchester united side that fielded more than five midfielders in its setup and uh of course two two yet they rallied back from two goals down drill two two but the question is what exactly is wrong with manchester united this season Mourinho has criticized he has complained he has called several players out but it seemed it nothing seems to be changing so to speak yes of course they could have lost two could have become three nil and before you know it they could have just lost that would have been three points lost rather than one point gained with the draw that um, they were able to manage but against southampton of course yes it's a premier league side yeah they're a premier league side uh, but there's certain premier league side that's not been able to manage really really great results when it comes to the premier league yeah it was an away game for manchester united by all standards this sh- this is a game they should be winning so you, you 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 look at this game now and then you say to yourself Manchester United dropping points against Southampton. Manchester United dropping points against Manchester City. Okay, if you're even dropping points against direct rival, it's fine. You're dropping points against a side that is looking to climb higher up the table. What, what, what is the ambition for Manchester United right here? Because to me, they look like a save. They're just stepping out of the top four for... Uh, how, how do I put it? Let me rephrase. They're stepping out of the back, the, 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 the battle for the top four. And they're leaving the battle for their sport to be in between Spurs and Arsenal. Because, like it or not, Manchester City definitely they're the certified they're going to finish in top four liverpool look as good as a side that wants to finish in the top four the blues although they lost in a very very shocking way to tottenham they look like a save they promised a top four spot so the number four spot um, uh, looks like it's in between tottenham arsenal and manchester united and with the local teams it looked like a save Manchester United seems to be backing out of that battle for top four. Look at the way Bournemouth played Manchester City. Of course, they still got blown away at some point in time, three goals to one. Of course, there was this high pressing, there was that hunger. Tyrone Mings was actually a beast. Although Sterling made him to see, <laughs> I had like, I mean, smelt his nose like my Nigerian peeps will say. But at the same time, they still gave their all, um, even till the dying minutes of the game. Manchester United. We really can't say so much. If you're dropping points against Southampton, what's there to be said when you're going to face the likes of Arsenal, when you're going to face the likes of Liverpool? Yeah, I said it. They're facing the likes of Arsenal. Arsenal's currently on an unbeaten run. And of course, they're carrying momentum into that matchup that will be taking place very, very soon. Of course, it remains to be seen what they'll play or what they will, 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 will play against um, um, Spurs. But that being said, Arsenal right now, Manchester United, if you put those two together in the boxing ring, as things stand, out, out 
most likely go for an Arsenal win over a Manchester United win because they have a certain striker whose first touch is heavy and whose second touch is almost non-existent because by the time the first touch is heavy, he gives it away to the opponent. We're looking at a, uh, a Manchester United that has made the hair a one-time most best best goalkeeper in the world. They make him look like a save. He's not even in top three or top five or top ten anymore. So Manchester United, what's up? If you think you know what's of source of Manchester United, of course, you can hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at Papi underscore the great that's p-a-p-i underscore t-h-e great g-r-e-a-t i will finish this episode without talking about the Copa Libertadores of course you know everything that's been said about it it's like the um for Champions League of South American football uh, but guess what of course there was deliberations about taking the second leg to Spain. River Plate have come out to say, okay, hey, why are we taking the second uh, leg um, 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 to Spain? We don't want the second leg to be taken to Spain. So it looks like a save. This thing will be dragged even further. My question is this. Why can't a final, why should a final even have two legs? CAF Conf- Champions League uh, final, two legs. Um, Combo final, Copa Libertadores, two legs, uh, double legs. The AFC Champions Leagues, two legs. I mean, why should the final just have two legs? Can't we just have one game? Winner takes it all. We died here. Anything that happened, we, we kill ourselves in that one game. It's not safe. The survivors have a chance to come back and, 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 and pull a one-off uh, 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 the opponent. So what do you think? Do you think finals should be one-legged game, one-legged affair, or should it be a double-legged affair? Of course, reach me out. Uh, reach out to me on Twitter and Instagram, papi, at papi underscore the great. And of course, let's talk football. You have been listening to um, Papi the Great's first X minute. Whatever you're doing, I really hope it's profitable for you. And I hope that you don't stop watching football. As I always say, join the conversation. And of course, let's talk football. <laughs>